You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. All, all reports we've got back from the strength conditioning staff have been um, really, really good. Seems like the guys have a great attitude right now moving forward. Uh, they've been excited to get back and play football, and it seems like um, wherever they were at when, when they were here um, doing some stuff or if they were at home, it seems like they've, they've done a tremendous job of keeping themselves in shape and getting um, stronger, you know, not even just keeping themselves in, in shape, but moving forward with their development. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Ron Washington, A. Klaus. That was strength coach, or that was um, defensive coordinator Eric Shenander talking about just the strength and conditioning reports on the team. And Robin, Nate, let me tell you that that Twitter account of Zeus Zach Duvall has been hot. I mean, he's been lighting it up, um, trying to give Husker fans just a taste of some of the gains these guys have made in the weight room. And I think all of us, when we saw that Ty Robinson one, we're like, when's the last time Nebraska's had a you know, redshirt freshman defensive lineman look like that. The Ty Robinson, and I've had a few people say this to me. They're like, have you seen him lately? Have you seen him? And I, I just saw him, and I'm like, wow. Um, you know, so, you know, very encouraging, I think, when you see some of these gains. And we, we got to be careful. I know every July and August it's drink the Kool-Aid of the weight room time, and um, Jordan Riley is another guy that's looked really impressive. But it does seem like there, are, there have been some pretty big gains made as Nebraska gets ready to open up minicamp on Friday. Yeah, you you always want to take uh, strength and conditioning and weight room stuff uh, for surface level. But in this particular situation, given the circumstances that these guys have had to operate under over the last you know X amount of months, I mean, it's that makes it especially impressive. Not just the fact that they're throwing around weight, but the fact that, you know, as uh, Eric Shenander said in the open, guys aren't just staying in shape. They're getting better. I mean, Ty Robinson, the game he's made from day one of fall camp last year to now – are incredible and you see cam jurgens the transformation he's made and uh guys hitting the ground running like marvin scott i mean that like i said that twitter account is uh flowing quite a bit of kool-aid just in terms of the the state of where this team is physically uh the, i mean the fact that they've been able to make those noticeable types of gains and have guys in this level of shape despite all the limitations that have gone on uh with with the COVID 19 stuff that's a tip of the cap in itself and you know i don't think as far as nebraska is concerned you need to be worried about them physically being ready to play i know that was a kind of a concern of all this time off you know missing spring ball and, and all that you know what shape would these guys be in well by all accounts it seems like this team is not only in shape but um they seem to made have made some substantial gains over the last few months well and we we kind of talked about it in the spring you know if there's an edge to be found is it going to be you know the the work that they're putting in in the weight room maybe outworking some other players or other other teams across the country and you know, obviously that remains to be seen, but I, I think based off of what we've, you know, the little glimpse that we've been able to, to see into that weight room and what some of these guys look like, I mean, it looks pretty clear that, that they've they've been at least putting in as much work as, as anybody else or as much work as they, they typically do. Um, and I was, I agree with you guys. I, I was completely blown away by, by what Ty Robinson looked like. Um, not because I didn't think that he could look like that, but just the overall transformation 
um, in in less than a year's time has just been incredible. He looks like Shane Latimer from the oh, program. Yeah. Exactly if anybody remembers like. that movie, he's the big defensive <laughs> tackle. But that, probably bigger. Yeah, that has the long hair. And there were some questions on the board whether Ty Robinson was the son of Zeus. And we're still working to confirm. I have not been able to confirm that. I love that opening scene when Latimer is just like having just that. Starting defense, place at the table. Well, that's what he wins the job. But he kept, he has the big <laughs> off season, and he's just like completely roided out, oh, yeah. lifting that bar and screaming in the yeah. assistant. And coaches are like, holy! And and the head coach is like, hey, dude, what the weight room can do for a guy? In the put on put on fifty pounds of muscle and an attitude to go with it. <laughs> Still one of the great movies. Our younger listeners are like, what are these old guys talking yeah. about? But if you haven't, I don't know if Netflix or one of those streaming services has it. Watch the program, and you'll know what uh, we're talking about. Offensive line too. You know, we heard Greg Austin this week talk on the radio, and that is going to be a a hidden strength of this team. I really, truly believe that. And um, they've kind of teased what that starting lineup is going to be. Cam Jurgens at center. It does look like Bo Wilson will go in as a starting guard, um, but they want to maybe limit him a little bit where he doesn't have to play 100% of the snaps. Matt Farniak, your your right guard. Ben Hart, probably your right tackle. And obviously, Hymas, your, your left tackle. But then the depth behind there is the best depth we've seen in a long, long time at Nebraska. I am willing to say that it will be by far the most improved unit on Nebraska's roster from last year to this year, uh, just because they have established players in Hymas and Farniok. You have uh, Jurgens will be better. Cam Jurgens, who you know I think his potential is through the roof right now, just based off how far he's grown uh, over the past calendar year. Uh, and then the young pieces that are going to be the future of this line with Bryce Benhart and you know you talk about Bo Wilson rotating I think it's just a matter of time before Ethan Piper uh, eventually establishes himself uh, in the starting lineup whether it's this year or next I mean he, he's going to be the guy there and so the yes not, not only the, their top line talent is better but they have bodies to go with it and um, Austin, Greg Austin alluded that uh, Christian Gaylord would probably be working at right tackle to give more veteran presence behind Ben Hart so I mean he's got Farniak lined up to him he's got uh, uh, Gaylord behind him and so you know these young talented pieces are going to have a lot of experience coaching them Brock along Bando's the way. A, number, a solid number two exactly. guy and so I mean, how do you establish a pipeline you don't have to reload or, or replace everybody every year you have guys that are coming up through the ranks and that finally going into year three Nebraska finally seems to have that. Now, obviously, they need to translate it onto the field. Uh, you can't have the um, wide degree of uh, performance that we've seen over the past few years, especially last season. But I just think on paper, looking at this roster and the depth chart, you know, the two or even three deep, this is as deep and talented of an offensive line Nebraska's had in several years. Yeah, I, I think that the, that group is probably – you know, Greg Austin would probably feel comfortable playing eight, nine, maybe even ten of those guys in that room. And uh, it's been a long time since I, I think <laughs> you could say that about Nebraska's offensive line. And um, you know, and, and to hear him talk about how Brendan Hymas is a potential All-Conference type of guy, um, you know, I think kind of is is music to. It's got to be music to the ears of a lot of Nebraska fans out there because it's been a very long time uh, since the Huskers have had somebody that was a first team or all conference lineman. Well, and you know, I've actually wrote about Brandon Hymas after that those first round of spring interviews because Greg Austin has been preaching Brandon Hymas for a long time now. This isn't just something that he realized over the past couple of weeks. He's been extremely high on Brandon, and the numbers that he put up last year 
are so much better than what people think. They think that Nebraska's offensive line struggled. Well, when it did, it was not Brendan Hymas's fault. You go back and look at the pro football focus rankings from last year. Brendan Hymas finished with the fifth best pass blocking grade overall of any offensive lineman in the Big Ten and the second highest among the league's tackles at 87.2. He gave up just two sacks and six quarterback hurries, which is the fourth lowest combined pressures given up in the conference, and that came over the span of 763 snaps, the fifth most of any Big Ten tackle. And when his career is over, Hymas will have played I'm, – I'm just going to take a shot here because I, I, I don't know anyone else that's – going to be a, basically a four-year starter over his career on the O-line at Nebraska. He'll have logged more offensive line snaps, guys, than arguably any lineman in Nebraska program history. Yeah, I mean, just the number of freshmen that have even played on the offensive line is limited. Yeah, very limited. And let alone started. So. Sla- Slauson would be up there. He played a lot of snaps. I mean, close to being a – he was kind of close to a four-year starter yeah. as well. Um, but there's been injuries. Like Hickman played early, then I think he, got, he battled some different mm-hmm. things here and there. Uh, but, yeah, you look at what they've asked this kid to do. I mean, he really wasn't ready to play as a freshman in 2017, and they just threw him out there at, what, 280, Nate, 275? Yeah, yeah, it was probably two, maybe 280. I mean, he was coming out of high school, he was a little on the lighter side, which, you know, which I, I think – Which is, is good, usually. Part of, yeah, it's part of the reason why they liked him is because they, they weren't going to have to get him into the program and – and have him shed 20, 30 pounds of bad weight. But at the same time, um, he, I don't think he was ready to, to step in and, and play a Big Ten schedule either, um, like most true freshmen aren't. But um, he, he, he's played a high level of football coming out of Texas, and I think that kind of helped the transition a little bit. But um, he certainly has, has continued to, to grow and get better and better every year. All right, I promise we're going to give some thoughts on uh, high school football in Nebraska. That's next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.